but I want you to I want to say a few things along this line and then we'll we'll get uh, amen hallelujah amen if you will the Bible said in second Chronicles chapter 6 then said Solomon the Lord hath said that he will dwell in the thick darkness but I have built an house of habitation for thee and a place for thy dwelling forever. And the king turned his face and blessed the whole congregation of Israel. And all the congregation of Israel stood. All the congregation of Israel stood. Amen. And, uh, and the Bible said, oh, hallelujah. And he said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel who hath with his hands fulfilled that which he spake with his mouth to my father David. And he stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands and kneeled down upon his knees before all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands toward heaven. I went from verse 4 to verse 12 and 13. Now verse 18. But will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. How much less this house which I have built. Have respect therefore to the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry and the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee. Now, my God, verse 40, let I beseech thee, thine eyes be open and let thine ears be attent unto the prayer that is made in this place. Now therefore arise, O Lord, God into the resting place thou and the ark of thy strength let thy priest O Lord God be clothed with salvation and let thy saints rejoice in goodness hallelujah let thy saints rejoice in goodness O Lord God turn not away the face of thine hand thine anointed remember the mercies of David thy servant then we go, that is the last of, of, of 2 Chronicles 6, verse 42. Now let's go to the first verse of chapter 7. Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the house. And the Bible said, I want you to get this. The glory of the Lord filled the house. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, your body in the New Testament, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Is that correct? Is that 1 Corinthians 6, 19? All right. And the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. Is there anyone wants the Holy Ghost to fill you tonight? Do you want to be a temple of the Holy Ghost? When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground. Hallelujah. And upon the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. You know what they used to call us? Holy rollers. Because we bowed our face to the ground and we rolled on the floor under the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to know, is there anybody tonight that would like to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost? Are you his temple this night? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to understand. The Bible said in Luke 18 and 9. I'm going to quickly try to get this done. The Bible said Jesus spake this parable unto a certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Do you hear what the Bible said there? They trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. You can't be righteous and despise others. Amen. That despise means to disdain and to treat them with contempt. You cannot be righteous and despise others. And so the Bible said, Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one 
a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as others. I'm not an extortioner. I'm not unjust. I'm not an adulterer. And I'm not like this old publican over here either. And the Bible said the Pharisees stood and prayed like that. Then verse 13, the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote his breast saying, God be merciful to me a sinner. Amen. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Amen. I want to tell you, there's two things that will make our prayers null and void. Confidence in our own righteousness. Amen. And contempt for others. Hello. Amen. Hallelujah. But humbled heart gets help from heaven. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? The humbled heart gets help from heaven. Oh, I want you to get the setting of this. This is at the, the dedication of the temple. Solomon's temple. This, the Targum says, this place is Mount Moriah. This is the fifth major event according to Jewish history that's taking place there. Now, number one thing I heard, Abraham offered Isaac there. Amen. And then when Jacob fled from Esau, that's where he prayed at. And then there was the, the angel that came to David at Ordan's threshing floor. That's where it is. Amen. And the Jews say that it's actually the place where God made Adam. I don't know all about all of that, but I'm telling you, this is what the Jews in their history, and they're very accurate with what they say on those things, historical value. And so here it is. And when Solomon stood up before the congregation, and when he began to speak, the congregation stood with him. Hallelujah. And when the congregation stood, he fell down on his knees. And when he fell on his knees, amen, and the there, and when the priests began to try to worship and go in there, they could not stand for the power of the Holy Ghost fell on them. Hallelujah. Oh, F.B. Meyer said this. He said, I used to think that God's gifts were on shelves as one above the other. And the taller you grew, the easier you could reach them. But now I found out that God's gifts are on shelves one beneath the other. And the lower we stoop, the more we get. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I want us to understand here. Amen. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to take the time to preach all this. But I want you to know this. We observe from this parable whom the Lord receives. How God looks upon the heart and the attitude of people. And if you think you're holy and you despise people, you are not holy. All right. Amen. It's not the spoken service that is regarded, but the hidden words of the heart. And I want you to understand, number two, the insufficiency of man's good works to obtain justification. Amen. The publican shows us the way of justification. He wouldn't even look up. He bowed his head and said, Oh, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And we see that Spirit of God requires of us and approves in us those who are satisfied with themselves are not commended before God. Those who see their sinful self and deplore their sinfulness are accepted when they confess and forsake that sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to understand. I want us to understand a couple of things here tonight. Oh God, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. 
and you tonight. If you're a child of God and confess your sin, hallelujah, the Lord, the Lord will help you. Oh, the righteous cry. And the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Hallelujah. The Bible said in Psalm 51, You don't desire sacrifice. If you did, I would give it. You don't delight in burnt offering. But he said what? In verse 17, The sacrifice of God, our broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, thou wilt not despise. Hallelujah. The Bible said in, Psalm, in Isaiah 57, 15, Thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble, to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Oh, God. And he said in Isaiah 66, But unto this man will I look, even to him that is of a poor and a contrite spirit. Oh, God. The Bible tells us, amen, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of prison to them that are bound. Hallelujah. But I want you to get in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 16. He took not on him the nature of angels, amen, but he took on him the seed of Abraham, and for that purpose, in verse 17, he is a merciful and faithful high priest to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want some priests. Are there any priests that want to join me up here tonight? Come on. Is there any priests? Amen. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. We are going to dedicate Rich Saints Tabernacle. Are there any priests over here like to come and join me? Come on, Brother David. Hallelujah. Come on, Brother. Hallelujah. I want us to understand. Hallelujah. That God is interested not in us exalting ourselves, but if we will humble ourselves before His presence, His Holy Ghost will come to us. Come on up here. Come on up here. Hallelujah. Amen. Are there any, are there any ladies like Miriam? Or Deborah that would like to come and help us in worship tonight. Hallelujah. Are there any Deborahs or Miriams that will come tonight? Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Come on, now we've got to have the musicians to come. Wait a minute. We are going to come before his presence. Come on, brother. Hallelujah. We're going to enter into praise and worship. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Is there anybody else? Come on. Amen. we got room for more Miriams and Debras. I see you coming. Come on now. Come on. Glory to God. Oh, amen. Amen. This is the place. This is the place that God has chosen. We are the people that he has chosen. Hallelujah. You understand? We are the people that's opened the doors to Jesus Christ. We've let him come in. Hallelujah. Oh, I was walking down the hall in my home today and I said, Lord, come on. That's right, sisters. Come on. Amen. I said, Lord, amen. I deserve to be in hell. I deserve to be in hell for the sins that I've committed. But I'm thankful tonight that your grace and mercy is extended to me. Hallelujah. Brother Art, I need you to come. Brother Art, come on. Brother Steve, come on. Amen. Come on, Brother Bruce. Amen. We've got to have some priests. Amen. That will worship him. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, amen. If there's anything that's bothering you, lay your hand on your brother next to you and your sister next to you and say, Lord, I confess that before you and I want complete victory and deliverance for me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Complete, complete victory and deliverance for our people. Victory, oh, God. Victory, oh, God. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory. He said, now, we have built a house of the habitation for God. You, you are the habitation of God. You understand that? We have built our lives. You're in the house of the Lord. You're not at home watching television. You're at the house of the Lord. Your desires to the word of the Lord. Your desires to the place and the power of God. And so we have built a house of habitation for thee, a place of dwelling forever. You understand, when you got saved, you become a permanent dwelling place for the Holy Ghost throughout all eternity. The Holy Ghost is going to dwell in you and you're His child. Oh, you think about that. You, We are dwelling of the Holy Ghost for all eternity. He said, we built this house and habitation for thee, a place for thy dwelling forever. Amen. And all of the congregation stood. Amen. Most of you that can are standing. Amen. But I want you to get this. Oh, and he kneeled down before the congregation and spread his hands toward heaven. Hallelujah. And when he did... When he did, the power of the Holy Ghost fell. Hallelujah. And he said, let thy saints rejoice in thy goodness. You know what the Bible said in Psalm 132 and 4? Amen. When he goes through that and we come to verse 9, the Bible said, let thy priests. You're living right, aren't you? You're saved. You're the priest of the Lord now. You understand? Every one of us are priests of the Lord. Every one of us are priests of the Lord. And he said now, amen, listen. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Have respect thy forth of the prayer of thy servant. Amen. And he began. Oh, and he spread his hands there. And he said, my God, I beseech thee. Let thy eyes be open, thine ears be attent unto the prayer that is made in this place. Oh, God. And he said, let thy priests, O Lord, be clothed with salvation. All right. Everybody up here is saved, right? Where the priests of the Lord were clothed with salvation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Amen. We're qualified so far. Amen. Oh, God. And he said, let thy saints rejoice in goodness. Amen. Well, in Psalm 132, he said, Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for J-O-Y. How do you spell that? Hallelujah. Let thy saints shout for Hallelujah. I'm telling you what, it's not hard for me to be a child of God. I'm glad to be saved. I'm glad to be a child of God. I'm glad my name's written down in heaven. I'm glad that the Holy Ghost lives in me. Hallelujah. I'm glad the Holy Ghost lives in me. How about you? Does the Holy Ghost live in you? Amen. Arise, O oh Lord. Into thy rest. Into the ark of thy strength. Your body is the ark. The temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now let the Holy Ghost arise into the ark of your strength. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness. Let thy saints shout for joy. Then we drop down. We drop down to verse 16. I will also clothe her priests with salvation. You are his priest, right? You remember? He has clothed you with salvation. And her saints shall shout aloud for 
Are you in misery tonight? Is it your religion killing you? I'm going to tell you something. The true salvation, we shout for what? I need the Miriams amongst us. I need all the Debras amongst us. What are you going to shout for? What about you priests leading here? What are you going to shout for? Joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, praise God. He is a merciful high priest. He is a faithful high priest. Hallelujah. And he come to make reconciliation for our sins. Where you at, Brother Austin? Amen. Come out here. Amen. I have sinned and done bad in my life. Amen. And I deserve hell, but His grace has saved me. You've sinned and done bad in your life, but I want to tell you something. Jesus Christ is a merciful and faithful high priest, and He died to make reconciliation for your sin. Hallelujah. And He made reconciliation for your sin. You're saved and washed. Where's Brother James at? Come here. You said that there was that Jesus had a disease uh, this morning, and you called it selective. Oh, selective amnesia. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What did you say about that selective amnesia? He forgets our sins, but he never forgets our sorrow. He forgets your sin, but not your heartache and your sorrow. He sees your tears now. He has forgiven the sin, but He sees your tears now. And when you humble yourself before God, He is faithful and just to forgive you of all of your sin. He's done it for you and you and you and you and you and me and you. And cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. If I had good legs, I'd run right now. I wish somebody would run for me. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Oh, glory, glory, glory. All right, Brother Nick, I need you to pick up where you left off. I want you to get your choir together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for filling me with the Holy Ghost. Thank you for peace. Thank you for joy. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for grace. Thank you for patience. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for your knowledge that goes beyond my understanding. I thank you for the good church to come to. I thank you for the school I went to. I thank you for the blessings of life. I thank you for food to eat, for clothes to wear. I tell you, you're a good God. You're a wonderful God. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. I'll bless the Lord at all times. And His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I said, I'll bless the Lord at all times in the good. I'll bless Him at all times in the bad. And His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Solomon, when you come out here, 
you're on a platform and you just kneel down and lift your hands before the Lord. Hallelujah. And when he knelt down and lifted his hands, the people began to worship and they fell on their faces before God. Hallelujah. 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 There's a transforming power of the Holy Ghost that comes to His people. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to give you that transforming power. You have a heart that is humble before Him. You have a heart that is tender before Him. The Holy Ghost is available to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, they go, they go, they go, they Say something. This morning I told you that God said, I am for you. It's been running over my head all day long. God said, I am for you. Brother Austin, God is for you. When we humble ourselves, God said, I am for you. And you know what the psalmist David said? This one thing I know. I may not know what tomorrow holds. I may not know what the next minute holds. But I know this one thing. God is for me. I don't know if I'll die tomorrow. But I can tell you, God is for me. God is for you. You can make it. Because God said, I am for you. And if he is for you, then who can be against us? I am for you. It's directly from the mouth of God. I am for you. Jason, you were there in Oregon. How many thousand miles from here? 3,000? Around 3,000 miles away. You had no hope, no help, but you called out to God. You didn't understand, but God had mercy on you. And he said, I've got, amen, I'll set the solitary in families. Hallelujah. He took you from Oregon with nothing. You were nobody and all of that. And he brought you all the way over here and put you in Sister Geraldine's family and put you in the family of the Rich Saints Tabernacle. And now you have a beautiful home, beautiful wife, beautiful family, bunch of beautiful goats and beautiful dogs. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. You were there homeless to help us, but God had mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank him every day for it. It just, it just, it is, it's so surreal. I, I can't even, I, I can't even put it to words. Me and Joe, Brother Joseph were talking earlier. I can't put it to words that, that when I first came to Dryden Road, that it felt like I was at home, and then uh, all the people were embellishing that I was even there, and that 22 years later, I can see how special it was for him that somebody would have entered into the kingdom of God, and I'm, I'm so thankful that. The times that I was in Oregon and I looked up to the stars and I said, Lord God, why? Which, which way must I go? I always call it the neon sign in the sky. We all just wish there was an arrow pointing us the direction. But it was pointing, us out, it was pointing me out east that I would go out east. And then I would, once I got east, I would head south. And then somewhere I would land in a little town called Richlands, Virginia. And I thank you for it. Amen. It's Richlands for you, isn't it? Hallelujah. And it's God of respect to a person. Every one of us have stories that we can tell of what the Lord has done for us. Hallelujah. 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 Come up here, Brother Junior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. While you're coming, I need to ask you something. Have you always been saved? No, sir. Hallelujah. How in the world did you get here in this congregation tonight? The mercies of God. The mercies of God. Tell us about it, brother. By the grace of God, I'm saved. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm saved. Oh, yes, you are. 
I never, I ne my mom and dad, ne I never went to church, never went Come to church. On, all right. Never went to church and gone to the convention, and the Lord richly, richly saved me. Yeah, and, my, and, and my life had completely Thank changed. God. Thank, yeah. God. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. Never taken to church. I'm telling you what, His grace is sufficient to save anybody. He'll save anybody. Sing for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God be for us. Who can be against us? Who can separate us from his mighty hand? If God be for us, who can be against us? We can win the battle if for God we say. Is there a, a Deborah? I know who you are. Right there you are. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? I know you've got the scar where you had the cancer. Amen. I want you to tell the people. There's a lot of people here. I guarantee you over half this congregation does not have any idea how you got here, Sister Carol. Come here, please. Amen. This is one of the best praying women I yes. know of. Yes. Is there anybody that's claimed kin to her that would come and stand beside of her? Amen. Come on up here if you don't care. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Where were you raised at? In um, Dickinson County, I guess. Is that not right? all the time in Dickinson County. It's in Vincent and Grandy. All right. And uh, I moved to Hayside. Moved to Hayside. Man, that's something. Born and raised in Vincent, moved to Hayside. She's moving up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I might got married. And two, and two children, and in 77, well, 76, well, 74, I had cancer. Yes. And I went How old to, were you? I see I was about 20, about 25, I guess. 25, cancer. I went to Grandy Hospital to have a mole took off my arm. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Penn, he said, I wouldn't tempt to take it off your arm. And he said, you have knots under your arms. And said, I'm taking you, I'm sending you straight to Charlottesville. Yeah. And quick as I got there, they took that off of my arm, and they said it was cancer and said, you got here just in time. Wow. Melanoma. Dangerous as it can get. And had it traveled up under my arm. But they did surgery, and I was in the hospital for 13 days. And, uh, but, but then I had to have a chemo. And I got so sick, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. And I, they came in there about the fourth time, and they said, uh, just going to give it to me again. I said, just take it out of here. I'm not taking no more. I said, that's it. I'm not taking no more. I said, I'm depending on God to take care of me. And he has taken care of me. Amen. And then in 76, my husband and my son got killed. Everybody thought that I was the one that was going to die. Everybody did. But it wasn't that way. God seemed fit for me to live. And for some reason or another, I don't know why, but he let me live. And I'm just so thankful that God let me live. And she moved to Richlands. Yeah, I moved to Richlands. And she come to church. Here at Richland's Tabernacle, and what happened to you? I got saved. You got saved. She found the grace of God, that merciful Savior that wants to save. Yes. Saved her. Amen. Amen. And what was your little boy's name? Ricky Joe. Ricky Joe. Amen. And, uh, and then she met Dan Whit and married him. And Brother Dan had a son named Ricky. Only child that he had. And so she had two children, and she still got two children. And when she gets to heaven, she'll have three. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Amen. We could shout. Amen. We can shout and rejoice. And you've got that bad scar where they did all of that. Look at it, our brother David. Oh, yeah. 
Amen. Skin grafts and all that. I'm telling you what. She is a testimony to what God can do for everyone and has done for every one of us. You may not have an amazing testimony, but I'm telling you what. Hallelujah. And because he did that for her, how many years did you go without missing a Sunday? Hardly a service. 25, 30 years, never missed a service. I'm talking about Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, in and out, and in every revival, every service of every revival, every, every camp meeting. Oh, glory. I'm telling you what, he takes us solitary and puts us in families. Hallelujah. Amen. What am I trying to preach about tonight? Well, hallelujah. I'm talking to you about let thy saints shout for joy. Hallelujah. Let thy saints shout for joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hey, Brother Irby Bird. Wave at me, Brother Irby. 90 what? 96. How'd you get to church tonight, Brother Irby? How did you get to church tonight? You drove your little red truck, didn't you? Drove myself at 96. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hey, Granny Cole. How old were you when you had that heart attack and had to have that bypass? Was he 75? 73. Didn't look like he's going to live. But he was a little bit late for church tonight. Did you see him? Carolyn said, did you watch Grady? He come in the church on this singing. He come through the door clapping his hands. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory. God's grace. Look at him. Look at him clapping his hands. Hallelujah. God's grace and mercy. He's in the house of the Lord tonight. Save. 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 Redeem. Let the saints shout for joy. Hallelujah. Let the saints shout for joy. I love that. I'm watching you shout tonight. That was beautiful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's worship the Lord. Huh? Hallelujah. I'm out of breath. Hallelujah. I wish the saints would shout for joy tonight. I wish you'd shout for joy. I wish you'd magnify the Lord. I wish you'd praise the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. For you brought me. That you brought me. That you brought me. My own way. 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 My way. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. You have brought me. Yes, you brought me. Yes, you brought me. My long way, my long way. Oh yeah. Where are you from? Morgantown, Indiana. Morgantown, Indiana, just down the road from Indianapolis, right? Yeah, a few minutes. Amen. How in the world did you get here? Uh, beautiful lady. <laughs> Amen. Can you tell us a little bit of... Can, is it all right if he tells you his story? Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell how old you were, how you got married, and you married a girl? You know, years ago, I... We took uh, David's big old farm truck and moved James and Greta to Lorraine, Ohio to be the youth pastors at, what's the name of that church? No, uh, Broadway Assembly. I knew it was something assembly. Broadway Assembly. He meant K.A. Smith was the pastor there. They had Camp Blessing Campground. Oh, man. Randy, you remember? I think you were with me, weren't you? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, we rode the gremlin up that time. Amen. I had a brand new gremlin. 
Couldn't keep the, man, I wish I'd had that guy back then because you couldn't keep the shocks. It'd break the brackets off and they're driving up the road with Randy sitting in the back and Moselle, me and Carolyn and Keith, amen, and the shocks hanging down. <laughs> couldn't keep them on there. Well, Ada, like you said, when I was in about 30, 31 years old, a um, single man, become a single man. My wife passed away of cancer and um, uh, had four kids. And, you know, is can you it, back up and tell about what happened when she? Yeah, was, she uh, had already had three children, didn't you? Yeah, she had. Uh, we had our, our our three oldest, and um, it ended up getting cancer in her hand, and uh, that's when they found out um, it was a really bad. Uh, cancer and uh she's pregnant with molly at the time and uh so after molly was born they they amputated the hand thinking it would uh hopefully take care of it and um it didn't it come back in her lungs and um and then it you know it wasn't uh, about a year later she passed away or uh, just after her 30th birthday and uh you know i i know that through it all is is a really dark place that you get into and um, you know, you look and you have four daughters that, you know, you do anything for. And, and uh, I just knew that it couldn't just be anybody, that I couldn't just, you know, find anybody. And, and uh, it was, you know, it's a scary situation when you think about, you know, uh, their futures. And, and I, I uh, had a mutual friend, uh, uh, you guys know the Brocks, Leah Brock, and and I uh, found out that she knew Kalita. Me and Kalita had been to, you know, camps and uh, fire conferences together, and, and it's just something about her. And I just I asked Leah and if I could, you know, you know, if she knew anything about her. Well, I eventually got her number, and I called her up, and everything was perfect except for the fact she had a boyfriend or somebody. <laughs> she was, God took care of that. She, didn't he? she was talking to, and she was real nice about it, and, and I just told her, I said, well, when you break up with him. Amen. I said, when you break up with him, give me a call. Amen. She, did, she, she didn't call for a couple couple months, and, but I knew when she did what it was all about. And uh, ever since then, uh, well, obviously, you know, we, we thought, you know, we was going to, you know, if we did get together, we was going to move to Indiana. There's, there's no doubt about it until I, I met... Vicky and Richard, yeah, and uh, I got to say, after meeting them and falling in love with the place, the first first weekend I was here, I I, I couldn't, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Wow. And uh, and so you know we we moved, we packed up and moved. You know I, the girls came before I did. They came. I don't know if you remember. They came a little bit before I did. And yep. I think Brother Keith uh, Quarrel actually he would Facebook Live this, the service a few times, and I was I would sit there on my phone and watch everyone here beginning in church, and I would see my daughters walk up the aisle um, way back in Indiana, and, yeah. and I just knew I wasn't home. They weren't away from home, but I wasn't home yet. Wow. And, it was, and I knew when I moved here, I finally, and I, I can't explain it, all my life I went to the same church, and I had a, you know good pastors, and I had good people that I was under, but I never felt home Amen. until I was in here. This church, with Brother Phil, my as my pastor, and uh, I just I praise God for everything He's done for me. Uh, God has moved in my life in so many ways. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's good. God's good. Ain't God good to give us so many blessings, undeserving? That's what we are. We ought to thank Him. Love and praise Him yeah. a little more today, a whole lot more tomorrow. Yes. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get here? I'm telling you what. When Brother come, you remember when he preached on New Year's night and he said, I thought I had a message ready. Amen. And he said, I was praying today, and the Lord said, Brother Philip's arms are heavy. They're tired. Remember? From the labor. Amen. And he said, I'm going to send you, Jason Painter, he said, I'm going to send you help. Well, he's been sending us help. 
Hallelujah. How did you get here? Well, um, I think I got missionaried a little bit. No, I was, uh, <clears throat> I don't like to talk a lot about my past. It's a lot of stuff I don't like to bring up. But I will say that I, I did run from the Lord, like most of us do, just at different times in our lives. And uh, God was dealing on with my heart. And I, it was a, a, a spot in my life where I was kind of at a crossroads. And, and uh, my boss at the time, Doug Joseph, said him and Travis, really big friends. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm going down to Virginia. He bought Brother David's home. He's going to gut it. I think he was basically going to tear everything out and start over on the inside. And he kind of gave me two options. One, I could go with him and help him. And two, I could find another job. <laughs> so um, I, I thought, you know what? I'm at a point in my life where I need, I need some stability. I, I, I knew I was running, running from the Lord. And I thought, you know what? I'll go down there. It'll help me a lot. So I did. And uh, it was funny. I went to, they, they begged me to go to youth camp. And I went to youth camp. So I hadn't. Hadn't been to church in a long time, and uh, I showed up, and I remember uh, I saw Sarah down there, and I'd known Sarah for many years. She'd been up around Dryden Road and stuff, and always all of us just thought the world of that whole family. I always thought they were rich until I got married into it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, so so. Uh, I saw Sarah, and we just started, you know, she come back there. To, I think it was actually maybe even her in April. They might have both come back there, I think, and started talking to me. And, um, you know, she, it was just awesome. We, we connected, and then I ended up having to, uh, I don't want to take too much time, but I had to, uh, I had to go home and move out of a, a, a place I was living into. And I was down here working so much, there was no need for me to be up there. So I ended up, long story short, I hitched a ride, and on the way up there, um, you know, it just, it kind of started right there. The Lord, I, you know, the Lord has ways of moving and I didn't feel anything. And I, I mean, I was hard hearted. People don't realize how hard hearted I was, but God was moving, you know, and I came back home and then, uh, Sarah and, and really sister April, they just started missionarying me is what they did. And we, we had the famous trash can lid there at the, at the house and, um, you know, it was just incredible, that impact, and me getting around that positive influence in my life. Yeah. Positive influence. Yeah. And you are who you hang around. And uh, I started getting, becoming that around me. And long story short, I ended up getting saved. I won't go through that whole story, but it, it was a powerful, powerful service. The Holy Ghost moved so strong. I actually, I walked upstairs, and my kids are older. I don't like them. I don't like them knowing too much about my life. But um, I walked back up the stairs, and I just said, I'd made up my mind I was going to go home, and I had to just, because I wasn't getting, you know, and, and Sarah didn't want me to get saved for her or anything like that. But they, we had feelings there, and we, we knew that there was something there, but there was a wall, you know. Yeah. Can't go past. If you're, not a, if you're a non-believer, you can't be unequally oaked, period. Right. Period. And uh, I made up my mind to go home and just try to forget about it all and just, right. and just I, gotta, I just got to go. And when I went up in that service, the Holy Ghost moved, and I'm telling you, it was so powerful. And I was just, I was just held captive there. And uh, I tried to make a break for it, and I finally made it. And I ran up there, and I prayed, and I got, I got scared because I didn't feel what I thought I would feel. You know, when I finally got saved, I was going to feel this just amazing, overflowing joy, and all this stuff happen. And I didn't feel that, and I got worried. And I, I remember talking to Wanda; she probably don't remember this. And she, I, I just kind of told her right, right there after I got done praying, and she said, "Seth, you know, I, I was the same way for several weeks." But then I remember feeling it, and when she felt it, how powerful it was. And uh, I was on my way traveling back and forth to Ohio at that point, and I, on the way home one time, uh, Sarah had given me some worship CDs of Michael W. Smith, and it's his worship music. Oh, my goodness, it's a lot of them hymns and kind of things. And as I, was, as I was driving home, I felt the presence of God. And it was that sweet peace, that reassurance that I was saved. And... Uh, I can't tell you. I mean, it's not been the same. I've messed up many times. I'm not perfect. I wish I wish none of us are. I know that. But um, God has been so good to me. I, I was thinking about this. Larry, had, he had a post on Facebook, Larry Ratliff. 
and somebody had said some stuff, and, and anyways, I just, you know, something rose up in me, and, and you know, it was, it was something that I got to thinking about where I come from. I moved down here, out of the, and my, my sister and brother-in-law basically gave me a car, practically. I think I paid like $800. It was a Camry, one of them old Camrys. It had 200-some thousand miles on it. It smoked, and it got 30-some miles a gallon. And I put all my tools and everything I own, practically, you know, minus some possessions and stuff, in the back of that car, and that's how I moved down here. And working out of that car, and and God's blessed me. He's been so good to me. So I give Him all the glory. Um, my family, my wonderful wife, and my children—they're just—they're uh, a blessing of God. I thank Him. I give Him. I'm nothing. It's all in Him. Amen. Well, I'm telling you what, this is wonderful, isn't it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen to that scripture in Hebrews one more time. Now I'm gonna let you do whatever you want to do. Amen. He took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. And the Bible said in verse 17, He is a merciful and faithful high priest to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of God, was in heaven. For eternity passed, and he took up on him the form of a man, and he come down and said, I'm going to save old Mike. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm going to save Mike. Hallelujah. Oh, and God. there he did it, didn't he? He did it. <laughs> did it. I stayed there for a long time, and I wouldn't listen to my wife. And it went for a long time, and I... I just felt it one time, and I said, i got to go to I said, I'll go with you to church. And the next thing I knew, I was stepping out of the aisle, and I told my wife, I said, it's time. Amen. It's time, and it was. Amen. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. For years and years, he drove her down for Sunday school. Y'all know that? And would drive out in town and come back and sit out there in the parking lot. And there was one Sunday, I saw him sitting out there, and I walked over, and I said, I said, Brother Mike, I want you to know your seat is empty and waiting on you in the house of the Lord. I mean, I said, you're welcome to come. And he said, I've been thinking about doing that. I did. Ain't <laughs> 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 God good. In his mercy, he took upon him the form of a servant and came into this world and he condemned sin he condemned sin in the flesh so that sinners like you and I can be saved. Let's stand. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.